One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm here at Rockingham Castle in Northamptonshire, visiting James Saunders Watson, whose family has lived here for over 450 years. This castle is filled with historical stories and the inspiration for the work of one of Britain's giants of literature. The dear old Rockingham days are always fresh in my heart, believe me. We are so proud of Rockingham to have that association with one of England's, Britain's greatest writers. And out in the gardens, James and I plant a little piece of history together. Right. You've done a brilliant now, job there. Now, do you, should I use all the soil? Oh, I think so. And Thank I'm going to remember so this day forever. Ah, <laughs> brilliant. When I married into the British aristocracy, it was the start of a wonderfully exciting journey. But it was also a little daunting. I became a Viscountess, and for an American girl from a small town outside Chicago, that was quite a shock. I live with my husband Luke, heir to the Earl of Sandwich, and our family at Mapperton House in Dorset. Mapperton has opened up an extraordinary new world for me, and I can't wait to share it with you all. So if you love castles and manors and stately homes as much as I do, please join me as I head off to visit some of Britain's most spectacular historic homes. When the Norman castle was transformed into an Elizabethan home in the 16th century, the room every fashionable house needed was a long gallery. And it's here where James tells me of a very special visitor to the castle in the mid-19th century. Well, it's wonderful to bring you up here to one of our literary gems. It's so nice to have an association with some, someone who actually is such a a giant of yes. our literary history. Charles Dickens. Incredible. Right away, as soon as I saw that, I thought there must be a story about Charles Dickens here. It's, <laughs> it's, we're not a particularly literary family, but it is rather nice. Richard Watson, who is the picture, uh, the gentleman on, on the right, was the younger son of Lord Sons. Right. met Charles Dickens in Lausanne. Um, Lavinia and Richard were on the grand tour. Okay. Or, the equivalent of the Grand Tour. Yes. And they were staying in Lausanne, and then the villa next door was 
Charles Dickens and his wife. And they got on fantastically well. This was to become a lifelong friendship, with Charles Dickens inspired by his visits to Rockingham, remarking to a friend in 1849, of all of the country houses and estates I have yet seen in England, I think this is by far the best. And there are two really quite strong associations. Um, two books are very associated with Rockingham. One of them is David Copperfield, and the second is Bleak House. Right. David Copperfield, Charles Dickens dedicated the first edition to Richard and Lavinia Watson. Incredible. And by chance, not really, but I have it here. And this is the original, <gasps> original edition. And there's a wonderful story with it, which I only really, if I'm honest, I only discovered when I got the book out today, because I bothered to read the letter in the flyleaf, that Richard and Lavinia's children loathed Dickens with a passion. They were far from liberals. They were high Tories, right. hunting, hunting Victorian landowner <laughs> gentlemen who did not like anything that sniffed of any liberalism. And they sold all of the Dickens memorabilia. You're kidding so me. So all the letters went to America. Um, <laughs> all of the, the books, anything that was to say to it went, disappeared. And this one appeared in a bookshop in, 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 with a book dealer in, in, in London in 1902. And it was bought by the third Sir Michael. So Michael comes in as grandfather. Grandfather, wow. Who, so, was married to, who was married to Watson. So 52 so years later, it, in one sense, okay. after it was signed, it was found. And it came and, back. And the bookseller contacted. Yes. Right. And there's a lovely note in the, in, in the letter sort of saying it's obviously very important because it's got the man, it's got the private dedication. Absolutely. Look at it. It says, affectionately inscribed to the Honourable Mr. and Mrs. Richard Watson of Rockingham, Northamptonshire. As a token. Uh, and of the, as a token of the... Of such, so what's that? Regard and friendship. Yeah, yeah. This this token Charles of Dickens. <gasps> Charles Dickens. So he was really, really close to Terribly Richard close. and Lavinia. Yeah. Like, and when he came to stay, some of them was, were, were relatively short, some of them were slightly longer, and he said a total of 20 days here. And, and he, he took inspiration from his husband. He staged plays <gasps> for the benefit. Nah. Who did How he do? fun! I know. Well, so, we've got a playbill here. And would he stage them here in the long gallery? Do you he think? He did. He did. He certainly did one. One of them. They were staged here. Amazing. Um, Amazing. But he also staged another set. We're in the panel room. How incredible! I'm just taking it all in. The Charles Dickens was here, but and this there was is a one, play. This, this is, is a wonderful. Brilliant. But this is a wonderful room to entertain. Yeah. You. It creates its own atmosphere. It does. He was such a shaman, but he was always the lead act. <laughs> Look at this. Rockingham Castle will be presented Monday evening, January 13th, 1851, used up. And you're right, Sir Charles Coldstream, Mr. Charles Dickens. Dickens. To be followed by the interlude of A Day After the Wedding, Colonel Freelove, Mr. Charles Dickens. Dickens. Then you have the performance will conclude with Mrs. Inchbald's farce, Animal Magnetism, and the doctor, the lead, is oh, Mr. Mr. Charles Dickens. Dickens. That's the original. So this would That's be the playbill that would have been the, stuck. Right, just you know, for the household. Well, I think I think that there may have been from other local friends right, as well. Right, still, you know, sort of it, advertising it. I bet you he's never won to Mr. Schilling. No, but it's brilliant. And also at the end, it says. The theatre will be opened at a quarter before eight, and the performance will commence at eight o'clock. God save the, the queen. queen. <laughs> <laughs> so he used Rockingham as an inspiration, and he was actually very accurate in terms of some of the descriptions of the rooms and some of the characters. So Mrs. Rouncewell, the housekeeper, was a very accurate description of the housekeeper here at the time. Right. 
And I've got some, we're sitting in the long gallery at the moment. And there's a lovely quote in here when he talks about how the, the, the evening shadows draw across the pictures. And as this is west facing with these big windows, yes. you do get the, and as the sun goes down out over across the valley, it sort of draws, the shadows draw across the pictures. And describing the, the portrait of Lady Dedlock over the fireplace opposite us, he says here, um, but of all the shadows in Chesney World, the shadow in the long drawing room mm. upon my lady's picture is the first to come and the last to be disturbed. At this hour and by this light, it changes into threatening hands raised up and menacing the handsome face with every breath that stirs. But so he's really describing, obviously, this room. This room. And that portrait there. I would. Possibly. I, possibly. Yeah. You bet highly on it, likely. Yeah. <laughs> you bet on it. Yes. How brilliant. So it's a lot of fun. So there's a very strong association with Dickens in here. The friendship between Charles Dickens and Richard and Lavinia Watson was one of real affection, which is reflected in Dickens' works, but also in his private correspondence. And he wrote the most touching letter at his in distraught sadness at Richard's early death in, in 1852. He continued to correspond with, with Lavinia right up until his, the, his death in, in 1870. He wrote two months before, and actually we've got a oh copy of the letter here, where it says, My dear Mrs. Watson, with great, the greatest pleasure I engage myself and Mary to you for the 2nd of May. You cannot too completely make me one of your family party. The dear old Rockingham days are always fresh in my heart, <gasps> believe me ever faithfully yours, Charles Dickens. And that was written two months before he died. It's it, incredible. That, that relationship went on long after Richard Watson's death and they were very close friends. Absolutely, and I can't tell you, we, we are so proud at Rockingham to have that association with one of England's, Britain's greatest writers. Absolutely, but, but also that you were able to, you know, I think treasures here at these historic houses are so important, but when, you, when a treasure gets sold, and then you get it back. <laughs> it's even more special and more extraordinary uh, to even have that back in, in the family. So uh, wonderful, incredible. I, I couldn't agree more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I really hope you're enjoying watching these episodes of American Viscountess because I've been having so much fun making them. But we need your help as we rely entirely on the support of our patrons to cover the cost of production. So please join our American Viscountess team by becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash American Viscountess. Here you'll get early access to all the episodes, behind the scenes content, and extra benefits too. I really look forward to seeing you there. Each generation at Rockingham has left their mark on the building itself, but also out in the surrounding landscape. To mark the 950th anniversary of Rockingham and the year of Queen Elizabeth II's Platinum Jubilee, James is planting trees across the estate and finding inspiration from those who have gone before him. So Julie, this is a plan of the park and land holdings at Rockingham in 1815. And the reason I got it out is that it's really exciting. We've been looking at trying to do some really significant planting and one of the ambitions is to plant 950 trees. Now, you know and I know that you can easily plant 950 whips in a belt and it will, yeah. they'll disappear. Well actually we want to do something slightly significant and so one of the things that I've been doing, it's been really fun, is finding some of the old maps, some of the old photographs, finding where avenues that we used to have which have gone or disappeared or, or lines of trees that have disappeared. So what I think is interesting about this map is that actually the shape, the site of the park with the castle here, there's quite a lot of change. Yes. But there's this wonderful double avenue that runs in from South Lodge. And if you look at the photograph here, that <gasps> is the double avenue oh my goodness, in, in 1910 with, and they were all elms. And Look at that double avenue. I don't think I've ever seen, yeah, seen and that Yeah, and this photograph, you've got the remnants of it, but they all died in 1976, a Dutch elm disease. Of the Dutch elm disease, I see. And, and, oh. and, and Dad put back, a sort of, it's not really worked, but a mix of plain and beach. Right. Norwegian beach doesn't look good, and it's not a double avenue, it's sort of half a sand. Half, and I, my ambition is not to go all the way down, but actually just to do it at the top. Just and so we're going to do that. We're and also, so that's where all 950 trees... No, 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 no. no that's about 36. <laughs> all right, okay. Well, maybe a bit right. more, because you have to pace them every... We also <laughs> took a, an avenue out here of dead sycamore. We're going to put those back. And I really love this idea of the sort of belt, oh. single belts of trees around the park. Now, we've got a belt there, but I'm going to plant on the other side okay. a whole line, a single line, all the way from this some salt tree coppice all the way down back to the castle. Oh, so this will be... Double line, line as well. A fantastic. Now, we need to go and plant a tree to mark the Platinum Jubilee. So would you like to come and help me plant a tree in the wild garden? I I would absolutely love to do that. I can't think of anything better. Come How on, let's, fun. Let's go and do that. The formal gardens here at Rockingham were redesigned after the Civil Wars in the 17th century. They are made up of a series of terraces around the castle. 
we were talking about Dickens earlier. Yes. This terrace was part of his inspiration. This is where he conceived the ghost of Lady Dedlock. And this elephant hedge, we always say, we call it the ghost walk or we call it the elephant hedge because it's, it, it was, I think, more regular in the, in the 19th century and it, it got somewhat misshapen. But actually it looks like, if you look at it closely, it, it looks like elephants. It it's does. wonderful. It's a, it, it's a, well, we it, don't know how old, 400 year old It absolutely hedge. does. And then, if we go through this gate here, we're now going into Wild Garden, and this was the access that the parliamentarians sacked the castle in 16, whatever it was, 45. Right. And they came up, up this ravine. And they um, went over the wall. And they climbed over the wall scale. Well, I don't think, I think Lewis Watson was lying in his bed thinking he was safe as houses inside his castle. <laughs> Walking through an historic garden like this, you realize how fashions and tastes change. By the end of the 18th century, formal terraces were being supplanted by the desire for natural-looking gardens. Lady Faith Montague and her husband, Sir Michael Cum Seymour, did much to revive the gardens when they lived here after the Second World War. Both Michael and Faith adored the wild garden. It, it, this was where their passion was, in growing, planting trees and recreating it. We're now, 60 years later, having to cope with the, um, the, the legacy of that. So, so many of the trees have come to the end of their lives, particularly the sort of prunuses. And so uh, Lizzie and I are having really good fun going around filling the gaps right. and taking out some of the older trees. There used to be a whole line of beach along here, which was much earlier, but it's now giving me the opportunity to plant underneath here. We won't benefit from it, right? But the next generation. But will. so this is where some of the 950 trees will very be planted. Very much, very much so. Fantastic. And Wonderful. looking at them, we've we've already started. You can't see them. Well, there's a stake there. We've we lost two big uh, beech here, so we put um, a couple of specimens in. So now we'll wander down. We'll go back down the steep bank here to the pond. And you've got, the, the, so this is the where the wild swimming happened, yeah, which you so love. Yeah, this is where I would love to wild swim. And a, there was a series of fish ponds down below us here. And this pond was actually created as a labour device in, in the agricultural depression of the late 19th century. And William Paxton, right. who built the palm house at Kew, was engaged to design a series of ponds here. Ah. And there's a, there's a spring up on the bank, just below that very tall uh, sequoia that I was showing you earlier. Right. So and, and then it comes through here, and you'll find, if you look carefully, you might see the ladder, because it got oh. thrown in. <laughs> oh my goodness, but can you swim? I mean, I would swim in this. I would want to. No, I would. Well, I would, you know, you're, you're in here into about leaf litter, about that deep. Okay, beautiful though, it is rather peaceful. And it's beautiful, very, and I love that there was that little bench that we passed. Yeah, it's difficult to imagine at this time of year. You know, your deep winter and everything's in in, in hibernation. You come in spring, in the summer, and there's, there's, this is just a sea of different leaf colours and things. And a lot of it's down to Matthew and Michael's and Faith's brilliant planting of the mix of the trees. It, you have different greens at different contrasts. Yes, and it just has the most wonderful, as you say, until the midges come. Until um, the midges come, exactly. Oh, I know about that. <laughs> now let's go and plant our tree.
So how many have you planted so far of so the far 950? We've, <laughs> not we've done about, we've done about um, 30 in here. Right. In the, in the garden. Okay. This is the 31st. This is the 31st. We're doing 38 in avenues. We're putting in a couple of shelter belts. Right. We're going to do some clumps in the park. Yes. Where it's got rather thin. So here we go. Here we go. All right. What, am I, what am I planting here? What am I planting? You're planting a Scots pine. Scots pine. Fantastic. And it's been come out of its pot. Yes, yes. So if you would like, if I pop it in there. Right. And then if you'd like to take a little bit of that, use the spade, mm -hmm. we can then, and then I might have to get the professionals to come and sort oh. me out because you think I might know what I'm doing. It's not Well, how, not do you know I, sure. how do you know I might well, know what I'm doing? Because you told me you've planted lots of trees, including one in Vinchinburg. Vinch <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you're exactly. rewilding at Mapperton. And Mapperton. I'm rewilding at Mapperton, you know. <laughs> I've got to get used to this. This is yeah. brilliant practice for me. They were so good. practice. We need a little at the around. back. We need a little bit at the back. This here. is fantastic. Yeah. Right. You've done a brilliant now, job there. Now, do you, should I use all the soil? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. That's I think what I was needs, thinking. I'm what sort of half tempted. Sure. I might tip it up into that. Well, yeah, why don't you could do that? Because I'm kind of getting to the end. I of, think you've done with the digging I think, bit. I think I've done with the I spade. Think it's not. Fantastic. Top it up. Look, it's lovely. Yep. I'll get Gary to come and sort it out. He'll probably dig it out and do it again. That's what he did last time. <laughs> I'm still going to always remember that I planted it. Don't let me know if Gary does that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. There we are. You We've are done a star. It. Thank you so much, Julie. <laughs> Thank no, you, You planted my 31st tree I for the 950th of Rockingham, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. It's not just wonderful. Part of the Queen's, and we'll register it with the Queen's Green Canopy. That's right. And Thank I'm going to remember so this day forever. Ah, <laughs> brilliant. Oh, that's wonderful. Next time on American Viscountess, James shares some of the treasures of Rockingham's fascinating past. Oh my goodness. So I can see, it's almost like a puzzle. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's and you've got a spur, you've got an arm, yes. you have a basic arm underneath it and everything slides in like a jigsaw. This is just delightful. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.